This is the podcast of Life's Disrupted, and today I have the pleasure of talking to Sophie Sandberg. You might have heard about her under the nickname Cat Calls of New York. She's been all over social media and she's made the buzz because she has transformed street harassment into, into art. So basically, she's been taking sentences that men, you know, tell women on the street and uh, written them down right back at the place where this happened, you know, right on the pavement with the colorful chunks. And uh, it's raised a lot of awareness. Thanks so much, Sophie, for taking this call today. I know you're studying in Paris right now. Yeah, thanks for having me. How uh, did you decide to start doing this? This happened to you many times, and at some point you were like, this is enough, I'm, I'm going to have to do something about it and stand up for myself. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I grew up in New York, so I got catcalled starting at age 15, um, and it would happen right. all the time, and no one had told me that it would happen, so I was really surprised and kind of shocked at what was going on, and no one was paying attention to it. Um, so then when I got to college, I decided this is a good time to do something about it. Um, and that's when I started Cat Calls of MIC and um, collecting people's stories and raising awareness about the issue. Right. Yeah, I, I remember that this happened to me also from a younger age. And, you know, at first I would question it and think, oh, maybe it's because people could see a little bit of my back or maybe you know I was wearing heels but then it wasn't like it doesn't matter the way you're dressed or the way you look at all yeah no that's exactly what I thought the first time I thought oh my skirt is too short or something like that and then I realized how ridiculous that is yeah um, it has nothing to do with what we're wearing it's gonna happen either way <laughs> exactly like, we feel guilty about it but it's it's not it's not on us at all right so, exactly Um, now women are starting to send you messages of uh, what men have told them and mm -hmm. you've seen probably hundreds if not thousands of them um, mm -hmm. what message keeps coming back mm -hmm. um, so there are a lot of compliments um, that then turn into harassment um, a lot of hey beautiful and then they don't respond and the man gets angry and you know says something vulgar or curses at the woman Um, that's really common. Um, there's also a lot of comments made towards underage girls saying, call me when you're 18, call me when you're older, call me when you're legal, um, right. which is especially um, disgusting, in my opinion, and problematic. Um, those are the two main themes that I've seen so far. There's a lot of confusion, I believe, between you know what is harassment and what is actually a nice compliment. Okay. Um, so if somebody says, ooh, keep smiling, baby, or whatever, um, mm -hmm. you can think, oh, okay, like, he thinks I'm cute and he just wants me to smile and be happy. Mm -hmm. uh, but whether, when you turn back, whether he's, he calls you, like, bitch or not, I think that the only fact of disrupting our lives without permission Um, as we just go about our lives and walk around, I think only this, whatever they say, is not respectful in the first place. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Yeah. Why do you believe that men do this, though? Why do they try to get our attention in that way um, that can sometimes cross... Um, cross the lines. Yeah, cross the lines, exactly. 
Yeah, um, I think that it could be for many reasons. It could be to show off for their friends or for other people on the street. Um, and it can also just be a way to feel powerful. And by making someone feel uncomfortable, you, you can have some sort of power in that. Um, I think that could be a main reason why men do it. Yeah, because it never works. It's not like they say, hey, I'm going to break your legs <laughs> or like pull up your skirt and we're going to turn around and say, oh, yeah, here's, oh my God, here's my number. Exactly, <laughs> so it doesn't work. Class, no. <laughs> um, do you think that people have started to, to become much more interested in street harassment and sexual harassment lately with the Me Too campaign? Yeah, I, I really do. I think that people are starting to share their stories and realize that um, sexual harassment, street harassment, harassment in the workplace is going on everywhere and it's yeah. happening all the time. Yes. Um, and people just haven't been talking about it. So no one's been realizing how big of an issue it is until women have started sharing their stories about it. Yeah. Um, so I think it's all kind of happening at once and everyone's saying, you know, exactly, me too, that's happened to me too. Right. Um, and it's creating a big movement, yeah. Yeah, we don't want for this to become the norm. So the only way to fight against it is to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. I've been I've been in situations like this too when I would get harassed, sexually harassed at work, mm-hmm. and confront the actual person and think that it was a mistake and it was like a one time situation, mm-hmm. and then realize that he was actually doing this to dozens of women in the company, oh, wow. and because yeah. yeah, and because we weren't talking about it, there was this whole like power. Uh, situation mm-hmm. and we were afraid to like lose our jobs we didn't really know how oh. to behave it it kept going for a, a while until one yeah. person spoke up and then everybody spoke up yeah um, that's awesome. yeah that's great that everyone spoke up exactly it's so difficult to do the first step and think this is not okay and mm-hmm. i'm gonna do something about it you know? right exactly So do, do you have any tip for women to just pick up or um, not feel guilty about the situations in general? Yeah, I mean, I think just to know that it's not just happening to you is really important. Um, to know that it's happening to other people. Um, chances are if something is going on that makes you uncomfortable, um, it's making other people uncomfortable too. Um, so I think just sharing your story is really important. Um, there are lots of ways to do it. You could do it first to a close friend, um, you know, then to someone in power, maybe. Um, you can start small, and then, you know, it can turn into something bigger. Right. Um, once you share it with one person, it might be easier to share it with more people. Um, once you know you're not alone in the situation. Um, yeah. 100%. And how about uh, street harassment? Do you think there is a good way for us to deal with this? Do you think that it's better to keep walking, not look at the person, or maybe answer something yeah. that's a little bit goofy, oh, funny? Um, I think it can be really hard in the moment. Um, even if you know that it's something bad that happens, it can be really scary. Um, so I think it's always good to keep walking. Um, if you feel comfortable, you know, if it's the middle of the day and there are lots of people around um, and you want to turn around and say, say something back, um, I think that can also feel good and powerful. Yes. Um, but I think one of the best ways is just to share what happened afterwards with people so you feel less um, burdened by it. Exactly. Um, yeah. Why do you think it's so important for you to empower other women? Um, 
I mean, for so many reasons. Um, I think it's important because it hasn't been happening for so long, um, specifically with these small things that people brush off as um, no big deal. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of people think that catcalling is, is not a big deal, and it's something that you can just keep walking and not have it affect you, and you should be stronger and move on. Um, yeah. And I think empowering women in this way is really important because it, it shows that, um, you know, they can feel things and they can be upset by things, and that can be turned into a form of empowerment. It's not weak to be affected by, you know, daily sexism and catcalling. Yeah. I love the fact that you you don't want to, like, behave in the same way that everybody does you, you don't you realize that it's not because the whole like society is doing something that is right and right. i have my own thoughts and i have my own beliefs and ethics and so i'm gonna do something to change the situation i think that's pretty amazing and on top of that the the fact that you're doing this in a creative way and that you actually managed to basically turn pain into art Um, that's beautiful because when you think about it there are so many ways to deal with pain right like um, you people can be taking drugs or start drinking or partying uh, but using this to express art is probably one of the most beautiful ways to deal with it well thank you I'm glad that it, it comes off that way for sure yeah for sure How long did you think it took you um, to, to not care anymore about what people say, um, whether it's in the street or not, by the way? Um, how long did you think it took you to like, just not care and not listen and not feel you know, uh, affected by it? Well, I, I mean, that's funny because I think in some ways I'm still affected by it. I think it's impossible to be completely unaffected by it. Right. Um, but I think that just starting the project has made me care less, um, you know, because instead of thinking, you know, what does that mean? I, I write it down and I kind of add it to my list of cat calls. Um, and that gives me more power in knowing that it's becoming part of this movement. Um, but, you know, there are definitely still instances where I'm still scared or still, you know, threatened on the street. Um, Yeah. 
I don't think I've been here long enough to tell. Got it. Um, I can relate to the experiences that you've had because I lived in France. I'm originally French, so I lived there until I was 18. Oh, and yeah, and so we would go to clubs with my friends and mm-hmm. we knew that every single time uh, mm-hmm. we would go to specific clubs that are a little bit tight, you know, there's a lot of people. Every time we would walk down by the bar, we would get hands on our breasts and on our bottoms we expected that and that was kind of like normal in a way yes when i mentioned this to my american friends they would say that that's not okay and we knew that but (laughs) because it kept happening with different men then in the end you think like even if you brush them away it's 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 not as shocking in a way and that's really really weird it's interesting what becomes normal in different cultures exactly yeah exactly (laughs) what is it that you're studying right now um so i'm studying gender and sexuality um right now so it really shows that it's a topic that means a lot to you and that's something that you want to um keep fighting for right in the future yeah definitely Do, do you have any specific project in mind that's um, coming up? I don't have any specific projects in mind yet. I'm really still committed right now to the catcalling project um, and spreading it around the world. And I keep seeing new accounts pop up um, in different places around the world. So yeah, that's really imagine. exciting. <laughs> um, other projects that I'm interested in, uh, you know, sexual assault on college campuses is really um, a problem right now. And that's something I'd love to work on fighting against um, sexual assault in general, um, I think is a really important um, topic right now to confront. Um, And it's all connected. Um, But right now I'm mainly focused on cat calls of NYC. Perfect. Makes sense. Yeah, and it's getting really big. So um, it's it's a concept that's never going to stop in the sense that there's always going to be things happening and always something to say about it and something to fight against. So um, I think it's amazing if it, if it, keeps, if it keeps going for, for a long time. Um, and that's how I, I found about you. It's through, you know, this concept. Um, I, saw, I saw it on, um, on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I just like, kept watching, and every time, you know, it does create an emotional impact. Like it does, it does something. You read the sentence, and sometimes yeah. it's funny or like, goofy or stupid. Sometimes right. it's you know in a way like, cute or uh, original what they say, and sometimes it's very very shocking. So every right. time it, it does trigger an emotion. Yeah, no, it's um, it's funny, kind of getting you know. 10 of these messages a day, it kind of numbs me to it. I'm, I'm not really surprised by anything anymore, but I can imagine that for followers, it's hard to see all of these. Yeah. experience it a lot. Yeah, yeah 100%, 100%. Um, if you had the message to pass on to both women and men, what, what would you like to say? What's um, kind of the essence of, of what you're doing? Um, yeah, basically I would want to tell, um, people who are experiencing harassment, um, to share their stories, um, and to keep talking about it and never to think it's something normal, um, to men who aren't experiencing it. Um, I would want to 
tell them to start intervening and, and start caring about it as if it's their own problem. Because if they can intervene, they can make the streets a safer place for people who are experiencing harassment and it would, you know, be a better world. Um, so I think it's something that everyone should care about equally, not just the people who are experiencing it. Um, and I guess to, to men who are catcalling, um, I would, I, it's hard to know what to say, um, really. But I, I would say, you know, first and foremost, to, to stop that it doesn't have uh, the intended impact. It's never a compliment. It, yeah. it really feels like a compliment. Um, and, you know, there are other places where it's appropriate to court um, right. or to look for a spouse. Um, and the street is just not one of them. And it's making women uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's no. That's beautiful, and um, I like the fact that you mentioned that there there are other places to court for sure. Because maybe for them, let's say it's the first time they're doing this. They saw a woman and they think it's the love of their lives, and she's so beautiful, and they just want to approach her or something. Mm-hmm. But for us it happens like seven times a day you know like she's just another dude among others <laughs> and and also like, a lot of the times they say something but the girl doesn't respond and then they do it to another one and another one so it doesn't make you feel special either so yeah it's not good <laughs> so um yeah it's a, it's a beautiful uh, message and where can people find you online um, so they can find me, there's a Facebook for Cat Calls of NYC, and of course the Instagram, which is the main um, platform for it. Um, yeah, that's about it so far. Um, I'm in the midst of making a website for Cat Calls of NYC as well, and I can let you know the link to that. Perfect. I'll link to it, and um, I'll stay tuned for, uh, for more stories, inspiring stories that you, you share. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, Sophie. Great, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right.